Our cooler weather means it's time to start planting bulbs for a spring display. I talked with Brent Heath. For decades, he's been breeding daffodils for Brent and Becky's bulbs. He explained how he creates new varieties and shares tips for successfully growing daffodils in your garden. I'm Lise Jenkins, and this is the Triangle Gardener Show. We're your guide to enjoyable gardening in North Carolina. I'm Brent Heath, and I'm from Brent and Becky's Bulbs in Gloucester, Virginia. So what do you do at Brent and Becky's Bulbs? Well, I'm the person who gets to talk to people, and I get to play with plants. So how do you play with your plants? What do you do with those? Well, I do a sequential garden with layers of plants, and then I in particular like daffodils, and so I got to... Um, I get to breed daffodils. So when you're, um, what sort of traits are you looking for? What are you trying to create? What's that, tell me what that perfect daffodil would be. Well, for daffodils, I'm looking for a daffodil that likes to grow well. And I'm looking for a daffodil that's pretty much immune to diseases. And of course, daffodils are critter-proof to begin with, so we don't have to worry about that. But I'm looking for one that lasts a long time in bloom. I'm looking for one that has attractive foliage. And then I'm looking for added values like wonderful fragrance, which is certainly a plus when you have a flower that's going to be in your garden for a while and you want to pick them and take them inside. And daffodils are pick flowers, not cut flowers. You always want to pick them. Run your finger down the stem put your thumb next to it, pull up and snap. You got a nice solid white stem. Put it in tepid water and the hollow above will fill with water. If you cut it, you'll have a hollow stem. It won't hold water. Okay. So if I was to pick a daffodil, how long would it last when I brought it inside? Well, depends on how warm and how humid your house is. Okay. So if you keep your house at 65 degrees, you can have a daffodil last for two or three weeks. Uh good reason to turn the temperature down. It is indeed. Also, you save a little money on eating bills, but in any event, um, the picked daffodils in a normal household last a week or more. Some are longer lasting than others. Just by nature, the good Lord created them to have stronger genes and they have thicker parient segments or petals, and those with thicker petals often last longer. So when you get that first idea about a a daffodil you want to create, how long does it take to go from that idea to me being able to buy it? Well, let's get something straight to begin with. I don't do the creation. That's the good Lord. I'm just the bee, okay? So I see a pretty mama, and she grows well. She stands up straight. She's strong stem. She's long-lasting in bloom. And then I look, I'm look. i looking to make them a little more compact. Perhaps Why would you for container culture, smaller gardens. Gardeners are getting smaller often. Um, so, And then I'm looking for a little stud. And I will take his pollen, and I'll put it on her pistol. And if the time of day is right, she has sticky hairs on her pistol, those pollen grains will adhere and they'll grow back through the tubes to her ovary and they'll find an ovule and they'll fertilize it and I'll harvest black shiny seeds in about six weeks. I'll plant them and within about five to seven years I'll see it bloom for the first time. 
Because the first year you've got one blade, like a blade of grass, very narrow, and this leaf has to collect sunlight and then moisture and nutrients from the soil. And that creates starches and sugars, and they make a little bulb, and that little bulb each year gets a little bigger until it's big enough to support a bloom. So five to seven years I see it bloom. Olive bread maybe you know, plant maybe a hundred seeds. And of those sisters, all plants are feminine, I'll have to select the best one. And it needs to be significantly different or better. And I select one. And if she multiplies well, then she multiplies by division. Each time she blooms, she initiates a new growth bud. And we get a new bulb, so she becomes not just a single bulb with one flower, she becomes a mother bulb with two, and the next year three or four. So typically they double every year. So you go one, two, four, eight, sixteen, thirty-two, sixty-four, and pretty soon you have a big clump of them. But before that happens, we actually dig the bulb and we multiply them artificially. Okay. We injure the bulb. We cut it into pie-shaped pieces, and as long as there are two scales and a piece of the basal plate where the roots are coming from, we can get a full-size bulb, a little bulblet forms, and we get a full-size bulb in three years. Okay. So we up the process. We can get 50 bulbs in three years as opposed to eight bulbs in three years. So to market, we don't begin to market until we have about a... 100,000 bulbs, about 15 to 20 years after our first breeding. So you are a patient man. We, we do need to be patient, but every year I have new ones coming. So how many would you put into, um, how many would you release each year? A two or three. Mm -hmm. One year we did about six, but that's a year that I had about 500 seedlings to select from. So you see I did five from 500 percentage get one really different, you know, you've got to be kind of choicey. You've got to be selective. And I have a team who helps me to be objective. Okay. So this is a large part of a, a numbers process. It is. How many plants might you have, if I was to go visit you, how many plants would I see in your... In, in your Becky's home? River? Yeah. She probably has half a million daffodils. Wow. And the whole garden, over a million. In my garden, because we don't garden together, mm -hmm. um, probably five million daffodils on five acres, I guess, on <laughs> ten acres, maybe all together around our houses and things. But they, you have to remember, the daffodils, some of which my grandfather planted, and my father planted, and mother. So. How far and wide do your bulbs go? You send them, you have a robust business. Well, we do, we send new cultivars to Holland to have them propagated. But they're propagated, they're delivered to our warehouse in Holland where we process the bulbs, package them, USDA inspects them, they come back to us in climate controlled containers. And we distribute to all 50 states. Okay. And we only have a few customers in Hawaii because daffodils need that cold winter and only at higher elevations do they get that cold winter temperature. So if I wanted to start with daffodils, what would be the top one or two things I need to really be sure to do in order to be successful with and them? Our daffodils are in nature from Western Europe and they're growing in open meadows. Okay. They don't grow under trees. So they want to grow in full sunlight. They'll take some part shade 
if their exposure is to the sun is to the south and east. Okay. Where they get that winter arching sun. But sunlight is the most important feature. Okay. All right. Another good feature is they want plenty of organic matter in the soil. So feed your soil compost. We even plant daffodils on top of compost on top of poorly drained clay soil. So we put in a layer of compost, put the bulbs on top, and cover with mulch. Bulbs want to go a proper depth, about three times their height deep. So a two-inch bulb goes six inches to the bottom of the hole. Okay. You're good. And then the next most important thing is they need good drainage. Okay. Daffodils, when they're dormant, when their leaves begin to die, eight to ten weeks after bloom, and when their leaves get yucky eight to ten weeks after bloom, it's safe to go ahead and cut them. Okay. Okay. You don't have to wait for them to die completely. But put them in an area that they won't stay wet. Okay. During their dormancy, they like to sleep in a dry bed, just like you and I. Okay. I can do this. Indeed. Okay. Now, when would I want to put them in the ground? Proper planting time for the Middle Atlantic okay. is not until October, around the same time we get a frost, because they root best at temperatures between 50 and 60 degrees. Okay. And then we've got a planting envelope right up until just about Christmas. Okay. You want to get them in the ground before the ground freezes solid. And if you're planting light, mulch after you plant to give them that little extra protection while they're rooting. Once they make their roots, they're not subject to freezing. It's almost like they have antifreeze hmm. in the cells. Okay. Well, I think I can do this. <laughs> Good. Certainly you can. <laughs> Daffodils are probably nature's perfect perennial. They're absolutely critter-proof. The alkaloids within the bulb actually render them inedible to any mammal. Well, then there's hope for me. Indeed, and <laughs> insects too. They're, they're um, virtually critter-proof. So they're critter-proof. With enough compost, I can plant them in clay soil. Indeed. If I get planting now, I can have them ready to go in a few weeks. And we have daffodils that begin blooming in November. We have them that bloom in January, sometimes December and January. More begin to bloom in February, quite a lot in March. The peak is typically about the first week or second week of April, but then they go all the way until the first week of May. So we have almost six months of bloom with daffodils. I can tell you're, you're pro-daffodil. Oh yeah, my favorite plant. I'm Lise Jenkins, and this is the Triangle Gardener Show. We're your guide to enjoyable gardening in North Carolina. You can find out more about our show on our website, trianglegardener.com. You can also find us on iTunes. If you like what we're doing, give us a review. Thanks for listening.